the countdown, Ed. Two, one. Episode 206, Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. I really don't feel like the vengeance of the night. <laughs> <laughs> we are Batman. I'm still here. <laughs> That's right. Dave's still here on mic with us. Dave's still yeah, well, here. I forgot he was here. He's a guest. <laughs> it's, it's you and I are Geeksters. He's guest. Yes. So, say hi again, Dave. Like, are they going to introduce me? Eventually, we would have got like, to it. Like, yeah. just Jeez. Like, uh. Jeez, Mr. Lagostino. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. That's Dill. right. Uh, it's, it's all about me. <laughs> it's all about customer service, and I'm the guest. So, hello, everyone. <laughs> the customer's not always right. In this case, the customer's always wrong. That's right. Especially if you break it and you bought it. <laughs> yep. That's right. So, yeah, uh, welcome to part two. Uh, here we give you the news. Yeah. And I give you my review on a video game that I'm playing on my phone. There you go. It's not Disney Emoji Blitz. It's something new. Something new, kids. And something free. Free. Free and new. Free is nice. New right. is better. Yep. It's a shame you can't get paid to do it. Then it'd be like, woohoo! <laughs> Trifecta of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there you have it. I mean, I don't know what more to add, except uh, we'll see you at the end and between now and then, I'll see if I can come up with a news article to add for bonus material. There you go. Um, so sit back and relax, and uh, we'll see you at the end. Giggity. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. <laughs> Sorry, a little pandemonium here in the background, because Stacey and Dave were in the middle of a conversation, and I was like, ooh, song's over. You guys want to come back? And I was like, quick, pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, while we were on break, there was a little bit of an incident. I, I, I knocked over a cup. <laughs> it was Stacy's cup. Did you get your soda? I did, and there was luckily still some ice left in my cup. So, Luckily. Luckily, because if there wasn't any ice left, we'd be arguing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you get a chance, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Also, if you want to hear the replay of the show at some point in time, you can always go to our iTunes account, Geeksters, and download the show. There'll be two parts. Yep. We're not wrapping up the show now. I just, <laughs> we come back, just go home. Hey, there's Dave's waving over to us. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Are, are we Facebook Live, by the way? You are Facebook Live. Nice. Oh, joy. <laughs> All right. So, and what is going on? Oh, actually, before we get to the news, yes, I actually haven't played a new game. Oh, really? As you know, the last time last game I brought to the uh, fold was uh, Disney Emoji Blitz. Yes, which I'm still playing. Right. 
Thanks to Stacy introducing it to me. Yeah, but you're not playing it as much now, so I have a better chance to get a hold of that high score. Right. <laughs> right now I'm beating her high score by, what, 20,000? Yeah. You know. Stupid. And now we have how many more hours before I get the 10? We're not going to talk about it. Needless <laughs> 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 to say, she's very competitive. And I, I noticed your post on Facebook that you did on my account. Yeah, that's what happens when you leave your Facebook open. I'm not. No, I did. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so the new game that I'm playing to take my mind off Emoji Blitz for a little while yes, is a game that, that I saw. It's free in the Congregate, but you can actually get it for your iPad, your iPhone, your uh, your Android phone. Right. So I do have... It's, it's called Animation Throwdown. Okay. It is a game sponsored by Congregate. It's all the Fox cartoon characters. Like all their shows, with the exception of The Simpsons, which I thought was surprising, but maybe that they're waiting for like an expansion pack. Because they have Futurama, which I was like, well, they only had Futurama for, what, like a season? Then it went to, you know, Comedy Central? Well, it, it actually was uh, three seasons that it was on Fox. And uh, because of the preemptive of uh, football, because Fox always had the football during, right. the, during the primetime season on Sunday nights, they would always get, like, preempted. You would never see it on the gotcha. West Coast, you know, of the show. So Or East Coast, I'm sorry, not West Coast, East Coast of the show. So... They got three seasons. Eventually, they were like, well, we don't have time to, to fit you in. Right. So then it disappeared for a while, and then they started playing the repeats on Central. Central, and then they added new seasons to that. Right. And, I did and that's re- now over, though. I did, yeah. Well, yeah, I saw because I watched the entire series on Netflix. I binge-watched it a okay. while, a while back. But it's it, the game kind of pl- plays like, um, for those people who are magic, it's a card-collecting game. Okay. Where it's like Magic the Gathering, where each card has a... Attack, power, and a health. Mm-hmm. And it's, like I said, it goes, ranges from um, King of the Hill. It's King of the Hill, Family Guy, American Dad, Bob's Burgers, and Futurama. And uh, I think that's it. That's five okay. And each each show has their own cards. Right. And then, you know, like if you and I were playing, let's say hypothetically, we had mm-hmm. actual cards. It'd be like, okay, well, I'm playing a stand. And he's a ep- uh, an epic card. Right. He's a you know, he's, you know, just a, a good card to have. Yeah. And well, then then you have other things like, um, for example, I have what is it did start raining before we walked in. Nice. So that. Anyway, we, we, we timed it right. Yeah. So, um, who's Patrick Stewart's character from American Dad? It is uh, uh, Bullock. Uh, at Bullock. Thank Bullock. you. Okay. Thank Adrian, you. Uh, Adrian Bullock. Well, like if you if you have the Bullock card and you have the drugs. Card, yeah. You can combine them. You have to do a little research to find out what he can turn in because there's combos. His character, his card, instead of becoming just bullet and drugs, you combine them to become um, responsible cocaine user, <laughs> and, which was a character, I guess, apparently that was in, in the show or at American least, Dad, yeah, American Dad, which has boosts and things like that. It's like I said, it's, it's a little addicting game, and there's um, there's a couple of, of things you can do the research on cards. Then there's an adventure where you pick a character out of one of those five shows, and you get a, a beginner card set, and you go through like these little adventures. Like the first one is called Sibling Rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's with Family Guy, and you know after there's like three three guys. Okay. And then every character that you play on that board also has like a bronze, silver, and gold level to them. Okay. So like you could just do all the bronze and go right through all fifteen. I think there's fifteen levels, fifteen mm-hmm. stories. And then go back and then go, you know, while you're collecting cards and things like that. Then there's the arena where you go on and you play other people who are also playing that game online as well to do a little card battle. Okay. 
obviously there's a shop for you to buy more cards that you can use with the coins that you get bought from winning winning battles and stuff like that. Gotcha. Or hey, here's some hard earned cash, you know, put in and you get the, this pack. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like the, the standard in game app purchases. Right. And then there's one um you we can just modify your deck. Like you only have thirty five cards in your deck, mm-hmm. but there's like over two hundred cards, so you gotta, you know, figure out what what's your best deck right. so that you can kick ass and take names. Like I say, it's fun, it's addicting. Um, it kind of has pulled me away from from Emoji Blitz. Emoji Blitz for a little bit. Not much, because Emoji Blitz, I can, you can kill there's five lives, bing, bang, boom, I'm done. And then with the with the animation throwdown, I can just stay in the arena almost all day. But it does suck the life out of your phone, though. Okay. Because there has been a couple times where I've come home and I was like, I'm playing, and all of a sudden my phone shuts in. I'm like, oh, I forgot to plug it in. Like, you know. <laughs> Now, this game is free, though, right? To it's, download. it's free to play. Yes. It is free to play. I mean, it's right now. You probably can download it right now and be playing in, like, five minutes. All right. You know, it's easy to pick. Though it's, we we appreciate it if you do it after the show. Yeah, you can do it while <laughs> the show. It's, it's a nice little time killer. You know, um, it's one of those games easy to learn but hard to master. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that's, that's, my, that's my game of the week. All right. All right. So, anyway, let's get right down to the nitty-gritty, the news. What's happening today, Ed? Well, I want to – we had a story last week. We were talking about James Bond, Daniel Craig, and getting $150 million for two pictures, or they're presenting right. it to him. Apparently, that's fake. Ah! <laughs> uh, a, source, uh, a source close to the James Bond um, uh, team yeah. is basically saying that uh, Sony's kind of in control of this, and they have no – you know, they, they're not doing this at all. Uh, after the um, comments that Daniel Craig has made that the the head of MGM, Chairman uh, Gary Barber, ha- struck a nerve with him. So he's kind of not too happy with Daniel Craig right now and what's, what's going on with him, you know, spouting off. So it is not true that this $150 million... So, and you lied to our fans? I didn't lie to the fans. I just regurgitated <laughs> a lie. Right. Yeah, I guess I get that in. Now, now, you know, you know, now you mentioned it. I am a liar. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I guess because Daniel Craig badmouthed the fact that he was Bond and he didn't. Well, he didn't really badmouth. That badmouth said... just that, that the last picture was a real tick took a lot of a toll on him, and he'd rather uh, walk through shards of glass than uh, do another Bond <laughs> film. <laughs> Ironically, ironically, that's the next Bond movie. Yes. James Bond is walking through shards of glass. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's getting $100 million for the movie. <laughs> all, right, all right. I mean, okay. I'd still, for the $100 million, I'd be, sign me up. Right. Fat Bond. Give me a martini shake in that stare. Give me a milkshake. Because it brings all my boy, all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what else is coming out there? Uh, G.I. Joe, you know, the, the movie Go series. Oh, Joe! Okay. Sorry. It's, a, it's required by law to follow up that. Okay. All right, what else? Well, you know that there's two movies out, and of course, the second one was, I think, was a lot better of a film because yes. you had the actor. Rockin' it. Rockin' it, obviously. So, uh, yeah, apparently it took, made 100. It, the to make it was 130 million dollars to make, All right. and they made 370 fill, 375 million worldwide. To them, that's kind of the success for GI Joe. Sure. So expect GI Joe three. Well, that's that's what they're talking about. Is that you know they they want to work on a, a GI Joe three. They're just waiting for scheduling from the Rock. Of in course. In particular, uh, the the gentleman who plays uh, Storm Shadow, Ba Young Hung Lee. Uh, was at the Toronto International Film Festival, and he was talking about, I think, a movie he was in. Oh, he's in the uh, remake of The Magnificent Seven. Right. And he sat down with LRM, 
and discuss the future of the G.I. Joe franchise, which, which he stated. I heard from the studio that there's a possibility that we're doing a third one, but I think they're waiting for the other actor schedules being arranged, especially Dwayne Johnson. So sure, you know, because he's, he's what's putting asses into the seats. Right. Like, I guarantee you, yeah, he's in Magnificent Seven. I think he's the assassin. Yes. But his name isn't putting, you know, the reason why you're going to see Magnificent Seven is because it's got Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington in it. Mm-hmm. You know, the Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Those are the three names you go, oh, they're in it. I think I'll go see it because of them. Yes. Not because of, um, I think he played, what was it, uh, the, the the White Ninja? The yes, Ninja. Yeah, Sword and Shadow. Yes. Sword and Shadow? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So, yeah. You're not, you're not going to the movies for him. All right. So, it's not like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now. Just start filming my scenes. And then all of a sudden, no, we can't because we're going to wait for The Rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The the guy who puts the asses in the seat. Exactly. All right. So, what else you got there in the news? Uh, well, uh, you're a fan of uh, South Park, right? I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. I know Dave's a, a fan, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, Isaac Hayes, he was the chef in a lot of the series. And, yeah. And they, and they, they finally came out the real reason why he left the show. Scientology. No. No? No, it was not Scientology. Really? As, they, as, as news okay, reports. Well, okay, of, before you give me the, 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 the facts, yeah. let's go with the rumor. Okay. The rumor was is that he, that he took offense to the Tom Cruise episode, mm-hmm. and that therefore, because he's a Scientologist, and he, he felt like it was a direct attack on Scientology, and therefore, he left on bad terms. Hence, that's why you have that one episode where he comes back as a zombie and it's all chopped up. Hello, children's. Yeah. That, that episode. So you're saying that's all been a, a false rumor? That is correct, yes. Uh, Isaac Hayes III is his son. And he talked about the real reason why. In 2006, he had a stroke. And okay. he couldn't speak. So that's why he couldn't perform anymore as the chef on the show because he couldn't do it, basically. So they, you know, basically, they, of course came up with the whole cytology bit and the, you know, that's the, and they're all, it was all guessing. Nobody knew really like they kept it close to the vest, you know, okay. in terms of the Isaac Hayes family. Um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have confirmed this, that that's, yes, that's, oh, okay. that's actually what happened. So, okay. So they just to spur, stir the pot to add more controversy to a show. They made up this whole big. Yes. Oh, all right. So pretty clever actually. Was it? Yeah, like, sure. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, for I mean, I, unless you're like a huge diehard South Park, and every time you see you know, Isaac Hayes, you go, "Hey, you fucker!" Like, unless you're like, and then all of a sudden, after years go by, his son, you know, the third in the trilogy, I guess, you know, comes <laughs> yeah. out and says, "You know, my dad actually had a stroke, and they wrote it, you know, they did it this way." And Matt and Trey are like, "Yeah, that's exactly what happened," you know. So, <laughs> I don't know. All right, I mean, they are hitting their twentieth season. Yeah, who would have thought that that show would have lasted twenty years? I, you know, I, there was times that I thought there was no way they could be still as funny as they are now. Like you know, and then there was a couple of seasons I did watch where I thought they got kind of preachy. You know, like it was it wasn't <laughs> like South Park getting preachy. That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm like, I, it's kind of funny, but it seems like they're really preaching something. You know, like trying to ram something down my throat. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, it's morals. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why I watched this show. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they did change format a little bit. Instead of doing the one-off episodes mm-hmm. where it's it gets resolved in that 22 minutes, yeah. they kind of extended their, their seasons by having a overall arc into a show where it takes all 13 episodes to actually come everything come to fruition, you might say. Okay. You know, so uh, South Park's always good. I can't wait for the new game coming out on December 6th. 
South Park, the fractured but whole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that title, the fractured but whole. <laughs> Sorry. How do I take on superheroes? <laughs> and if you pre-order your game, you get the you get the original South Park, the Stick of Truth, free. There you go. There's my plug. Good. What else comes? What else? Is you're wor- you're working too hard. <laughs> I don't have to work at all for a South Park game. That first game was brilliant and a masterpiece. If you love South Park and you have not played that game, you're doing yourself a disservice because it is really like playing an episode of the show. Yeah, it is. It, it really, truly is. The yeah. graphics are unbelievable. It really is. I, you f- I played it. That's... You feel like you're a, a part of that world. Yes. And I can't wait for the sequel because, I mean, now they're taking on the superhero aspect of, like, before it was the whole world of Warcraft and all that kind of, right. you know, that you're like the D&D thing. Now they're switching to superheroes. I'm like, oh, yeah. The coon! <laughs> Alright, what else what else got there in the news? Uh, Doctor Who. Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually a fan favorite character of Doctor Who would really like to return. A fan favorite? Yes. A favorite. Uh, Jack guess? what's uh, that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say Jack Hartsmith. That's the one. Uh, why not? I mean he's a he's a fan of not only the show but of uh, of everything. He's a he's a fanboy at heart, so it makes sense that he'd want to come back. His character didn't die, really, did it? No, he didn't. No, no. he just went off to because he's like, oh, sorry, I got, I got, you know, arrow commitments, so yeah. I can't be <laughs> Captain Jack." But you know, while I'm not doing that now, or I can come on now, come on, guys, hire me. <laughs> yeah, somebody asked him uh, uh, if you know if he was would be willing to come back, and he says, "The answer is absolutely. Uh, it's a show that that changed my life. I love." I love it dearly. And, you know, I was asked to, you know, the drop of hat, I would be there, you know, if the producers, you know, wanted me there, you know, in a moment, I would be there like a no problem as long as it doesn't conflict with my arrow duties. So. All right. I mean, I like, he is, I'm a fan of his Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Very, very fan oriented. Like he's the kind of guy that loves the, the, he, you can tell that he is a guy who loves his life. He gets to do what he loves to do. He gets to meet the people who like him. And he likes, he generally, you can kind of feel that genuine person that sits there and goes, you're a fan? Oh, my God, so am I. And he seems like the kind of guy that would sit there and gossip with you about shows and stuff. Yeah. So. He's very personable. Yes, very personal. That's a good way. Well, Dave, you're a a big, huge Doctor Who fan, I think, out of all of us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what do you think, like, of Jack Harkness coming back? If, you know, if the possibility, did you like that character at all? Oh, I love the character. And. You know, I, I know that they're they're making you guess. They they've strongly implied that he is also the face of Bell. Do you know which character I'm speaking of? No, I don't. Okay, it, when when um, Chris Eccleston, 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 and uh, David Tennant were the first two Doctors in the reboot. Right. Uh, there was a recurring character, which was a giant head inside of like a glass jar. Yeah, and he was billions and billions of years old mm-hmm. and he like dies on like earth five like 15 billion years from now mm-hmm. but he was a recurring character um, that he shows that he's a very dear, close and dear friend of the doctor right well one of it might have been his last uh, episode with jack harkness captain jack says you know before i started time traveling i was a model and they go, really? And he said, yeah, in my little town of, uh, of Bozeman or whatever he says. And he says, uh, yeah, I, I 
kind of was like a local celebrity that actually called me the face of Bo. And he walks away, and you see David Tennant and Rose staring at each other in shock. Yeah, it's a nice little, like, it's... But that head in the jar is actually Jack Harkness at some point in... The way featured. Because I don't know if Ed knows this, Jack Harkness basically can't die. Yeah. Right. Because the life force of the TARDIS went through him, thanks to Rose, who uh, became the bad wolf. Mm -hmm. And um, basically saved, like, the whole world from the the Daleks in one episode. Okay. All right. I was never really... I. Didn't follow the show in the Tenant years. I know you watched it. You went back and watched the Tenant years. Yeah, like I when when right before um, Smith came on as a doctor, mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know what? Let me see the doctor before because I heard Tenant was great, and I actually started from series one with Eccleston mm-hmm. and kind of thought he was the angry doctor. So I'm kind of glad he didn't like stay long. Right. But I thought ten the Tenant years, the the nine series that he was on, I think mm-hmm. it was. It was really really good, and I kind of felt like he was. As much as I liked him, and then when I jumped on the Smith, I was like, this is a different doctor. I don't like that one. But then after a while, you get used to that doctor because every doctor is different. Yeah. So I have yet to see Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi's. I'm not really too excited. I mean, I've watched, you know, I'm still watching the show. And, right. You know, because I really didn't really want to watch the show at all. I'm like, I am done. Like, <laughs> after, <laughs> after Sylvester McCoy, that was it. It was the tops <laughs> of the 80s. After that, it went downhill. Yes. And, uh, yeah, my wife started watching it. And, of course, we were DVRing it. So the only, we only have one TV with the DVR, right. which is my TV. And then and so I ended up, like, doing stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And then I'm, like, looking over. And then all of a sudden, now I'm sucked back in. I'm like, <laughs> damn it. Like, no, no, honey, you can watch it. I'm just going to do this. La, 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 la. What, what, what's going on? <laughs> I have a question. What, why is that person? Oh, now I got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, uh, what else you got there, Ed? Uh, Disney. Disney made the news. Well, of course, you know, a while. Uh, it's not uh, happy news. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> something sad happened. Murder at the park. <laughs> Disney's, gone, Disney's gone mad. Well, well as, as if anybody who didn't know, uh, a child died by a gator in, uh, yeah. at one of the resorts mm. there in Disney. And now somebody is in, in Pennsylvania. They don't really give the person's name. I don't. Of think. course not, because they'd be they'd be fried and you know filleted and, and burned at the. Oh, stick. I'm sorry. They do. Oh, they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Barth is the name. Barth. Barth. <laughs> Barth. I'm, I'm my own best friend. <laughs> he's from Pennsylvania, and he's taking legal action against Disney World uh, for his injury. DMZ reports. Okay, hold on. His injury. Yes. Was he attacked by a gator? He was not attacked by a gator. He was actually attacked by a snake. He got bitten by a snake. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Did it happen in Toontown? Or, you know, like... <laughs> no, it actually happened in one of the resorts, one of the hotels. There was a snake at the, at the pool, and there's generally really no lifeguards at the pool. It's kind of like swim, swim on your own risk. risk you know, exactly. And uh, so they, they, found, they found a snake, and he couldn't find any like employees at the time working there. So he tried to cover the snake's head with a cloth to try and, like, grab it. Well, of course, it didn't work out, and it got his hand. Okay, right there. If yeah. I was on the jury, I'd be like, fuck you. You took the rules into your own hands. Therefore, Disney can't be held responsible because you took it upon yourself 
to do something that maybe you should have not done. Yes. So I was AKA, in, you shouldn't have been Captain Savaho. You should have <laughs> left the fucking snake alone, and maybe it wouldn't have bit you. I don't like when people go against Disney. So what's his name? Michael Barf, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now living in Pennsylvania. I'm find your ass. <laughs> How long ago was this, by the way? Because here's here you go. Three years ago. Was it twenty? Fuck you, Barb. <laughs> oh come on. What about statute of limitation? Well, it's, uh, it's a wild animal. For apparently, he filed the lawsuit in Pennsylvania, and of course, the judge dismissed the case because it's out of their jurisdiction. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Where do you expect this? Do we live in Neverland? Like. <laughs> What the fuck? It's Disney World. Take it up to the head mouse. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't a complete idiot and started playing with the snake thinking, oh, this is a Disney-friendly animal. Like, These what are the animatronics cartoons? are so awesome. <laughs> wow. This is great. It's like a real thing. I bet it talks to me. It remind, Are you the snake from Robin Hood? Are you Prince Philip? <laughs> See, wait, because even then, that's a little bit more believable. I'm like, oh, you're at Disney, and you thought that the snake was a cool snake? Okay, fine. That's a little bit more believable. No. You or Captain Tavaho, you put the fucking towel over the snake's head, and you attacked the snake. Everybody knows if you leave fucking snakes alone, they won't fuck with you. And you're in Florida. Let's be serious. There's snakes everywhere. Dismissed. Don't argue with you. She's watching a lot of these SVUs, so she knows the law. No, I would know it if the snake raped him. <laughs> that would make me know it. Uh, the guy wakes up. I was raped by a snake. <laughs> <laughs> would you tell the fucking... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> let's, let's explore that a little bit. Would you, if you got raped by a snake... <laughs> <laughs> Would you tell people about it? I don't know. It depends on what kind of snake it was. <laughs> I mean, I first of all, how drunk were you? you go, hey, baby, what's up? Like, it depends on what I was wearing at the time. <laughs> you know? Like, I think it just depends on like uh, the circumstance. Well, it's Disney, so you could say that it was the snake from the Jungle Book, Jungle Book, oh. and he used his little googly eyes on you and completely took oh, advantage of you. Uh, or, or see now instead of using, I would use the modern Jungle Book and say it was Scarlett Johansson. And I've been like, I willfully submitted myself to her. That's not right. Hey, snake, what's up? <laughs> Ice tea shows up. It's a motherfucking snake. What do you expect, you fool? <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I mean, I, I just. Uh, so is he gonna go to Disney? Is he that doesn't say, and it doesn't go any further. If he's if he's going to pursue this, go back. So to... somewhere, someone, hey, we got, who, we need a kook of the week for the paper. <laughs> you know, I heard a story about a guy who wanted to sue Disney World because he got bit by a snake three years ago. Because, you know, getting attacked by animals in Disney World is all the rage now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, so. Uh, wow, I, uh, he's got to be. Uh, <laughs> Does it say what kind of snake it was? Because like, I'm a snake person, so You're I'm curious. You're a snake person. I'm curious. Was it, was it venomous? A, it was a poisonous. Venomous. It was. It was. Yes, it was. So it was a mock because his hand is that, and he did go numb in his hand. Oh, he lost. Uh, you sure it was from the snake bite? I was gonna say maybe he was <laughs> just playing the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> They now, did... Is there a picture of this guy? Because I would love to know what he looks like. No, they, they actually used the snake from the Jungle Book cartoon as the, <laughs> as the picture. It's just pretty funny when you funny said that. Funny. <laughs> That's what I'd have done. 
apparently they did the Disney did administer sixteen vials of anti venom. Wow. Wow. So, so it was probably and like they a, didn't fill like him. I think he's he, but his, his right hand was exactly. paralyzed. That's a good point. Disney was like, "Hey, this, we're going to copy you on this. <laughs> we're going to copy you on this." They probably did. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if because Disney's always like, "Oh yeah, sweep it under the rug, sweep it under the rug, sweep it under the rug." <laughs> hey, look, there's blood. Get one of those musketeers to quick do the thing. <laughs> hey, get one of those magical brooms to wop up, mop up that blood. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes a walking mops with some buckets. And next thing you know, they're mopping up the blood. And then they just keep walking by. And there's Mickey on top of the castle going, waving his little wand around with the hat. He's like, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Boy. Again, this is this is one of the things we made a video camera. He's animating the, the whole scenario instead of just talking about it. You know, everyone can understand the whoosh in their own head. I'm sure they, our, our audience is smart enough that when I went whoosh, I'm swinging my arm up as I do it. Okay, there you go. See, I I, I have more faith in our audience than you do. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that sometimes right. it's more it's more funnier when you see you go whoosh and your hand goes. Out. <laughs> Gore, she got bit by a snake. <laughs> All right, so uh, idiot of the week, I guess. Yes. All right, what else you got there in the news? Uh, Kaylee Spani. She was cast in the uh, lead in the Pacific Rim sequel. Okay, and that is news because because you're a fan of Pacific Rim. I thought I'd bring it. Okay. All right. Okay. Judging by the picture that I see on the monitor, she's cute. All right, so you have you have my attention. Okay, yes, it's also going to star uh, the Force Awakens, John Boyega. John Boyega. Boyega, thank you, and Scott Eastwood from Suicide Squad. All right, well, I'm in because I like Pacific Rim, so I'll see Pacific Rim too. And it's going to be directed by Stephen S. D. Knight from Spartacus and Marvel's Daredevil. Yes. So there you go. All right, all right, that's good. So okay, all you right. excited? I mean, I'm excited that there's a sequel. I get to see giant robots punch giant monsters. So the 12-year-old boy in me is like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, and then there's a pretty girl. So the 13-year-old boy in me is like, yeah. <laughs> the adult said, shut up, kid. <laughs> You're not allowed out. <laughs> the 13-year-old, the, the 46-year-old me is going, you get back in that fucking well. <laughs> Here's your lotion and you start rubbing it on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do that, all I can think about is my mom thinking that you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, now Dave doesn't know that story, so you got to fill him in. Okay, so before Suicide Squad came out, Sean posted a picture of himself with a Snapchat filter with the Harley Quinn makeup on, like a like a selfie of himself. My mother. God bless her. <laughs> she's just kind of off a little bit. I love my mom, but she's just not all there, right? So she calls my aunt and my cousin and my older sister and asks them all what they think about it because she didn't understand why he was wearing makeup because she did not know that it was a Snapchat filter. So she thought that he actually put the Harley Quinn's makeup on. And the caption of the picture is, it puts the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. So now my mom is convinced, A, and uh, there's basements up here. We don't have basements back down in South Texas because we're too close to the waterline. So she is now convinced that he has me in a basement and he's totally 
There's the yes, there's the I've seen that on your okay. Facebook. Nice. She's completely convinced now. Page. Completely convinced now. So every time he uses <laughs> that line, it only makes me laugh even more. Because I think it's funny that my mom thinks that. You know, like I kind of So poke. she thinks he actually put the makeup on. Though. Yeah. It wasn't an act. No, okay. she thinks that he, he purposely did his makeup like that. That is hilarious. Right, right. <laughs> I thought it was funny as well. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be saying it. All right. I mean, okay, there's a pretty girl involved. All right. I mean, pretty girl is optional. Giant robots, giant monsters punching each other. I was in. Throw the pretty girl in. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it begrudgingly. <laughs> oh, I got to see a pretty girl between flights. Ugh. All right. <laughs> okay. The horrors of your life. The horrors. <laughs> See, watching beautiful people on screen making magic. Yeah. Pretend, making pretend. All right, what else you got there in the news? Uh, Simpsons is bringing another character, dead character, back to life. Okay, who are they bringing back? Good question. <laughs> uh, is it Ned's, uh, what do you call it? Ned's wife? No, it's not. It's actually... Uh, Agnes! Nope. I don't know. Is Agnes dead? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched right. it in a while. I'm sorry. I see over you. You posted, <laughs> and all I see is someone else posted. What's the headline? Katy Perry lost her mind and clothes. Keep them off, girl. And There's apparently... a picture of Katy Perry with like her sweater up, like she's flashing her boobs, but you don't see the boob part. And I'm like, How, what's that going to do with the Simpsons? <laughs> because it, it appeared when you posted. I'm yeah. like, what? Huh? All right, it's right under it's right under the tweet. Right under my tweet, we just tweeted on Facebook. All right, All right. so who are they bringing back? Uh, they're bringing back uh, Krusty's dad. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to do that? Magic! Ah! <laughs> it's going to be for an episode called "The Nightmare After Christmas." Uh, Krusty is converting to Christianity, uh. and his winter baptism goes awry, and when he falls through an ice. Oh, uh, ice over waters, and things start to uh, uh. Bad, go bad for him. Sorry, because uh-huh. I have scratched a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so he has hallucinatory flashes uh, of of Krusty's dad. Okay, so it's kind of like it's a he's, wonderful... he's a rabbi. He's Rabbi Krustovsky. Uh, yeah, my father. He was a rabbi. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's all I can do. Uh. Does anybody still watch The Simpsons? No. Does uh, anybody care? Maybe once a year, and I'm so disappointed every year. Yeah. I don't. I. I, I, I no, just... my dad was a big Simpsons fan, so like I, when when he used to watch it when I was a kid, I would watch it with him. But like as a kid, you don't really get the funny, you know. Um, I don't. I'm not really a Simpsons. It's the yellow people that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> the yellow people. The yellow yeah. people. <laughs> Don't display finger people. They scare me. They freak me out. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> half of us got liver cancer. The other half are alcoholics. I got converted to Christianity. I fell in the water. My dad came and honored me. Ah. <laughs> All right. Jackie Mason will come back and reprise his role Oy, as. I'm your father. I don't understand. Why? Why would it convert to Christianity? Oh, I thought I was dead. <laughs> but apparently I'm not. So now I get to do one last voice for the Simpsons. I become a Jewish guy. Look, I'm playing against Stipe. 
I, I'm surprised that Jackie Mason's still alive. That's what I said. I was surprised. Like, I thought he passed away. I'm surprised but anybody still wants to hire him. <laughs> uh, well, wow. Well, when you need an old Jewish guy, I mean, uh, let's face it. I mean, it, uh, Mel Brooks is probably busy. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other J- old Jewish guys that could show up and do the, hey, I don't understand. First, you, why do you want to go join the other team? What did you not like being a rabbi's son? Oi. <laughs> there, there's my, my God, old Jewish man. <laughs> you can play it. I can play it. Yeah. Oi, Christy, I don't understand. Why do you want to do this? There you go. First, you know, we didn't kill his people. Fox, pay him. Ah, <laughs> ah, Dad, leave me alone. Why? I'm gonna haunt you. Boo. <laughs> Sean Oi. sounds like uh, Rollo's good friend from uh, the Cleveland show. You know, Rollo. Uh, the, the little boy's uh, good friend who's in the nursing home, he's the old Jewish guy. No, yeah. You yeah. haven't seen that? No. He's been in a couple episodes. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, he's funny. You sound Oi. like him. Oh, I don't understand. Ah, Dad, I'm converting to the other team. Why would you want to do that? He was a nice boy, Jesus. You knew him well. <laughs> <laughs> came, into, came into an inn, threw three nails on the table and said, put me up for the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Dad, that joke's as bad as old as you are. I know, but it's still funny. He gets a couple yucks at the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now this is where we go to an itchy and scratchy cartoon. <laughs> itchy and scratchy show. Aye. Okay, what else you got there in the news? Uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. What do you think? I mean. Not the movie itself. Not Suicide Squad. I know, no, her herself. Yes. I think she did an okay job for having it the first time Harley's on screen. I mean, there were a couple of things I would have I would have liked to see differently, mm-hmm. but I, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I wasn't disappointed it too disappointed in mm-hmm. it, but I wasn't like over the moon with it. So, okay. I mean, to me again, it was just like, all right, she did her job. Stacey, what do you think of her? Um, of her, because yes. there's a lot of things that weren't her fault that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't like her outfit, but she doesn't choose what she wears. Um, my biggest issue with her being Harley was the way that she sounded. Okay. Um, to me, if she would have done the exact same voice that she did in Wolf of Wall Street, it would have been perfect. So perfect. Mm. She didn't do that, though. So she sounded a little funky. Um, as her, though, she was able to be... Harley is very, very ditzy, but can come through and be very um, intelligent, very smart and and kind of devious and manipulative Mm. sometimes. So I thought that she did that really well. You know, she had her moments where you're like, why did you say that? That was really stupid and ditzy. You know, like her. Why? What? We're bad guys thing. Right. Mm. To me, that's exactly what Harley would say. I know that you guys hate it, but to me, it makes sense. Um, I'm kind of like Sean overall. I'm like, all right, you did okay. There's nothing to compare it to, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I guess if there had been something before that was better, it would make me feel a certain type of way. But for the first time, okay, fine. If she gets her own solo, I'm I'm going to go see it just because for my, my love of the character. Right. So. Dave, what uh, did you think of her? I thought she was okay. I, I think she was, for such a big-budget movie, I think she was subpar. Okay. Know? All right. Um, didn't knock my socks off. Okay. I really, I, me personally, I don't really care. Well, the reason why I bring that up is because Margot Robbie made a new deal with Warner Brothers. Uh, apparently, before the movie actually Suicide Squad came out, they were talking about 
a Harley Quinn solo movie, and 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 she was going to get some pic- multi picture deal, right? Yeah, everyone, kind of thing. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Harley's going to be awesome. Let's make a th- three picture deal before anybody has a uh, anybody's even seen a, a lick of thing." Yeah, well, apparently now Robbie has signed a first look deal with Warner Brothers that will have her producing multiple features as well as starring in a, in a much rumored Harley Quinn solo film. It was first reported several months ago that Warner Brothers was eyeing the solo uh, vehicle for Margie Robbie and Harley Quinn before suicide even hit theaters, like I just said. However, just prior to the film's release, Robbie was then uh, asked about the spinoff, and they said they weren't sure what was going to happen. So basically, they, they feel that uh, Warner Brothers put the brakes on it, and they weren't right. really sure. Now that they consider Suicide Squad a hit, it's back on the table, it's back on the table and they, they just uh, inked the deal. Uh, I mean, good for her. Again, you know, it's a guaranteed paycheck, I guess, in a way. I mean, first look basically just means any script that goes by her, she has the ability to go, okay, I like this script, let's make this movie, mm-hmm. rather than, hey, we got a Harley Quinn movie, now here you signed on to this contract, so now you got to be in it. But it's shit. Sorry, you signed your deal. So, I mean, good for her. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, keeps her busy, I guess. You know, keeps her in the limelight of acting. So, I mean... I mean, would you go see it? Yeah, I mean, I'll go see it. Because, like I said, <clears throat> um, um, even a bad superhero movie, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go see. Like, I I had hopes for Suicide Squad. I was a little disappointed walking out. But I still was interested in seeing it. I want to see where the characters go. She's... I didn't mind her character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm curious to see what they do outside. Like, is it going to be a prequel? Is it going to be just a spinoff of... Her, because technically she's still behind bars, mm-hmm. so it's going to have to be somewhat of a prequel. I, I don't know. Like, I'm curious to see what they do, um, and I'm also curious to see if they're going to try to rip off Deadpool. Okay, you know, like because she's got that kind of quirky. In the comic book, she'll address, she'll break the fourth wall every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like is Warner Brothers going to try to completely rip off Deadpool by making her, you know do a story within a story and, and, and her talk to the audience and things like that. Like how, like, is it, I'm, I'm curious. I think they'll go that far, but I don't think they'll go full Deadpool and make it rated R. I think they want to try to get more. Oh no, it's definitely going to be like a PG-13 style. Yeah. Right. Because everyone wants, you know, their little girl to grow up to be Harley Quinn. Sure. They don't have a relationship, (laughs) the love that they, she has for the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, though, because yesterday I was out at the mall and I, I actually went into FYE for a little bit and was looking around there. And how much of those shirts and jackets that they oh, have yeah. from the movie, it was just like, wow, that is. GameStop sells Suicide Squad panties. That has, <laughs> really? Yeah, that has like Daddy's Little Do Monster. Do they stink like the movie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, the su- it's, it's the Arkham Asylum, like the, the uh, orange jumpsuit look yeah. for the panties, that, that orange color. Then there's like um, the red, white, and blue ones that say Daddy's Little Monster mm-hmm. on it. Then there's the red and blue, like sequiny look like she has in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a fourth one, but I can't remember which one it is. But I, I was just like, really? Like, okay. How many do you own? None. <laughs> no. Are you, we're going. No. Hey, <laughs> to me, Suicide Squad was, it was basically, remember that scene in uh, Spaceballs? What did the kids want? Merchandising. <laughs> That's what Suicide Squad is. It's Hot Topic worked out a deal for merchandising. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, we got the Suicide Squad panties. Girls love them. <laughs> you know? The Suicide Squad bat. You know? <laughs> you're going to knock out of it. 
You get to take a swing and a hit. It's great. <laughs> I'm interested to see if if it's. I'm with Sean. It's going to have to be kind of a prequel thing. You know, mm-hmm. like what it would only make sense for it to be what happened before she got landed in jail. So like, if that's the case, what outfit are they going to put her in? Like, what's she going to look like? Is she going to like talk to anyone that knows a little bit more about Harley to like fix her voice or fix her attitude a little bit? Like, is she going to improve it since she gets to be like a producer on it? Will she have more say so, you know, like what, what's she going to do with it? I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested. Well, it's his thing. I mean, you really got to figure out who Margaret Robbie is with the whole character. I mean, how much, how much of comics or TV shows right. or whatever she was in that you know the media she was in to see if she will portray that kind of a character right. or if they just write something completely different. Right. And go, yeah. this is the movie, and she goes, yeah, it looks good. Let's let's just do this, you know. And then, right. you know, I'm getting a paycheck. I don't really care, you know. That's it's, so that's the thing. You got to figure out who Margaret Robbie is in the whole thing. Um, but what if they had the Joker of I can't think of the the guy's Jared name. Leto. So I think yeah. Jared Leto's name. Would if he was in that movie, would would it make a difference? Like, yes. Would, yes. Would. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm going to be a little bit angry walking into it if if it's unless they fix it. I know that like a lot of stuff got cut from Suicide Squad that was mm. supposed to show their relationship a little bit better than what it did. So unless they fix their relationship and their love. Like if they make a complete solo Harley movie and they still have the love they had it, I'm writing Warner brothers a letter, like an angry, <laughs> very, very well, angry suppo- letter. Suppose like she said, like a lot of the stuff that was cut was Joker being abusive to Harley. Right. Yeah. And that it was recut so that people can say, Oh, they're in love. And it's all about like the motivating behind, you know, right. like, like again, it's going to go back to the whole, you know, they're in love and, she voluntarily jumps into the vet instead of being tossed in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how many times he's beaten her, smashed her over the head, left her to the cops, left her for dead. Like, really, the piece of shit that he really is. No, but they're in love, so it's okay. <laughs> you know? So if they show more of that, <clears throat> that might, though, taint... That, I think, would make Jared Leto's Joker better. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if, they, if they did make him the dick... That he should have been, right? That they supposedly filmed, you know, like the scene where he says, "I'm going to show you all my toys and stuff like that." You know, like there was so much stuff that you saw in the trailer that wasn't in the movie, where mm-hmm. it seemed to be more Joker central. Yes. You know, so if they if they throw all that stuff in, I'm in. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'll see it either way. She might not go with me, you know, but I'll definitely see it because you know we got a show content. I, I, I think too. I think it's funny though if if they just did the solo movie. <laughs> And you had no idea that he was in it at all. They just cut that completely from the trailer. And all right. of a sudden you walk in and there's Jarrett Leto as Joker. And you're like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> well, I don't know if they'll do that because so many people like Suicide Squad. I mean, they're stupid, but they still liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so many people liked it that if they say, hey, you know, Leto's in it and he's the Joker again, it's going to make people go see that again. Mm. You know, like I think I don't think that they'll surprise people like that because that's if people know that both game. are in there, that's going to put that many more asses in the seat than if it's just, if it's just Harley. I, yeah. I, I, my personal opinion on the whole thing is the fact is that I don't see them putting in the true relationship because they don't want to see Joker beating on this woman, like constantly through the movie and right. then, you know, and then like 
her like keep going back to him like like they don't right. want to see that dis- destructive relationship in a comic book movie that's and Warner Brothers be like no that's that's not what we do here well, yeah and but then, if they're smart they'll go ahead and show the 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 toxic toxic toxicity mm-hmm. the, the toxicness of their relationship and then they'll have Harley say no to it because she does say no and she does get away from him at some certain point in time. Mm. And that will make it be like, oh, okay, well, we can show that as abusive as your relationship may be, you can get away from that and you can be stronger. You know, yeah. like a, a, a lot because Harley is a female character, a lot of females like to connect with her. Mm. Right now, females are connecting with her because they think that she's in love with the Joker and they think, oh, well, he treats me bad, but we love each other, so it's okay. When in reality, that's a horrible way to think and and you're in a really bad relationship if that's how you feel about it. Mm. So if Warner Brothers is smart, they'll show that badness and then make her overcome that because that'll give especially younger females, you know, like if they're going to make a PG 13 and try to pull like a younger crowd into loving Harley Mm. show that it's okay to run away, to get out of an abusive relationship. You Mm. know what I mean? Like show that you can move past that. Okay. If they don't do that and they make it love again, people will still compare their shitty relationships to them. And then you'll have the people that are diehard fans that will hate it and completely like, let's say like they bomb the first one. I will not go see the second one. You know, like, I'll give them another chance because I love the character. But if they bomb that first movie and then decide to make another one or a third one or keep going with it, I'm done. Like, completely, completely right. done. All right. It's fair. Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise! Out of the closet. <laughs> That's his next movie? <laughs> I don't know. We're waiting to that, find out from that. That's the title of his, his new rap album. Tom Cruise, Out of the Closet. <laughs> All right, well, what no, well, it's about Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 6? That's right. All right, I'm in. All right. Apparently, there was a, a salary dispute. That's why there... Salary dispute? That's, yes. That's the reason why there was such a delay, but now they have resolved that, and they're moving forward. Starting spring of 2017, they're going to, to begin production on uh, Mission Impossible 6. What was the salary dispute between who and who? The, well, it's between uh, Tom Cruise and uh, uh, whoever makes... Paramount? That's right, yeah. Know. Um, I'm guessing t- I'm wanting more money. I would say yes. I don't think How? Tom Cruise would ask for less. Maybe he would. Because remember, he's also executive producer on those movies. So maybe there was, or maybe Tom Cruise is such a perfectionist when it comes to the movie that mm-hmm. he makes that maybe it wasn't directly related to him. Maybe it was, oh no, if you want this person in this movie, we got to pay them this price. Well, they're not worth it. No, I'm saying, like, you. There are other how what kind of details does it go in? Other than doesn't the fact really give it that much detail. So I'm trying to look right now, and uh, yeah, they just said that they're beginning. They resolved it, and they're moving on, and they're going to shoot it in 2016. And you could probably see the same cast that was in the last movie, Rogue Nation, in this next uh, I mean, film. I, I can I can kind of see Tom Cruise going out on a limb, not asking for more money, because I mean. It's Tom Cruise. He doesn't need more money. Right. But I can also see him being the kind of guy that says, okay, you know, I'm going to be in this movie, and these people are going to be in this movie. These people need to get paid this. Like, you know, yeah, it could be possible. You know, yeah. and, then the, and then the the other people going, no, no, no. And he's like, does he? Well, it's Mission Impossible, and it stars me. Hey, you should pay these people. Like, I'm also <laughs> the executive producer. Yes. And because I'm Tom Cruise, and I am the king of Scientology, do you really want... Everyone to walk out on you, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll make women get paid the same amount as men because Tom Cruise wants it. Like, 
it could just be something like that. It can't. I, don't, I guess can't see Tom Cruise being like, oh, Mission Impossible Six. Uh, that move that that paycheck better have oh, at least six zeros in it. You know, <laughs> six more zeros. Yes. In it. I just I don't know. I would be surprised if Tom Cruise is the reason why. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the more you think about it, you're right. You know, he's just you know he makes I, a lot of money now. Yeah, I mean, he, the, who, you, you're guaranteed a blockbuster hit with the name Tom yeah. Cruise in it, no matter what it is. Yeah, I mean, so I, I can't see him being the one being like, I need more money because I know he did a movie, uh, I think over a decade ago, where he didn't take much money because it was a project that he felt passionate about. It didn't really was a like a, a was it the one with him and Jimmy Fox? Uh, no. Okay. No. I thought it might have been that collateral damage because I, I think it was Tropic Thunder. No, no, not Tropic Thunder. No, Tropic Thunder. I can see him doing it as a bear, as a goof. Um, uh, He's talking about the one where Jamie Fox was the cab driver and he was driving around and and Tom and, Cruise is the villain and he's killing everybody. I think it's, I think I've seen that. it's called Collateral. It was a really good movie, really good. Collateral. And it was it was Tom Cruise playing against Tom Cruise type. I mean, he played a, a evil, sadistic killer, and he had his hair white. And he was just a sociopath. It was really good. And Jamie Foxx was the hero of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it was good, but it was really low key. It was yeah, Jamie I don't Fo- remember it at all. It was like Jamie Foxx is in a movie, and oh by the way, so is Tom Cruise. It was like <laughs> what what? And it was, but it was a really good movie. Really there was good. The, I I forget what the name of the movie was, but <clears> it was like they didn't really announce Tom Cruise was in it until like after it like right. showed in it. And then they started showing trailers with Tom Cruise in it, and people were like, "Oh, Tom Cruise is in it! Yeah. I'm going to go see this movie." Yeah, yeah. Right. and then all before they know it, it was out of the theater. Yeah, yeah. All right, got any other news articles, Ed, to wrap this show up? I got one more actually. All right, what is it, Ed? Bring the thunder. This one oh might be a little bit controversial. I don't know. A little bit. Con- I don't know. Who cares about controversy? Well, I'm not. I don't care really. But you know, I'm, this might. This might. Start something, and I, I hope it does. I really do. Okay. Uh, the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, it gets better. Uh-huh. Hitler uh, is the new bad guy. No, 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 it's even better than that. Uh, they're thinking about bringing Paul Walker back. Oh, that's awesome. I would wow. go and see that five oh times God. in the theater. They should. Oh. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta hear what this is about. Uh, apparently, you know, uh, uh, Vin Diesel, who's also executive producer for the Fast and Furious movies, uh, talked to Caleb Walker, uh, one of Paul's brothers, right, extensively on the phone, and he said, "I had a phone call for Diesel for about over an hour. Really discussed this for a while back. He wanted, you know, our blessing, uh, being Vin Diesel, that he would be acceptable to bring Paul Walker's character back." And really, kind of let the phones. He's still out there, like he's still alive. And the re- the thing they're they're coming out, which is like his brothers would basically fill in spots. Well, like he in the did movie. for like he did for um, the last movie, movie, right? Where the big fight scene between Paul Walker's character and one of the other bad guys, mm-hmm. it was mostly his brother because they never got a chance to film it. So that's why it was dark, and, and it was it was filmed mostly in shadows. Yes, because his brother kind of looks like him. But if you put him in a dark room, he looks exactly like him. Yes. So that's why a lot of that fight, final fight scene was in the dark, most of it. Yes. Um. I, okay, Vin, let it fucking go already. I mean, it's a shame that he died. But really? Come on. Don't you have enough problems? Didn't, didn't you get into like a beef with The Rock? 
over 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 the movie. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I just. I think he should be totally CG in the main character. I well, think they they, they want to do they want to do they want to do like a CG face of Paul Walker uh-huh. on his brothers, basically to get like close up scenes with actually seeing Paul Walker in the film. But I do think I mean, but in all jest aside, I do think it's nice because it's so cliche for a person to die and then they just kill off the character no matter what kind of show it is. Right. It's kind of nice in the movie world. He's still living on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I need to see well, him. Okay, just so you know, in, did you see the last final? Fi- yeah. Okay, you saw him right off into the sunset. Right, but he wasn't dead. No, you don't, you know, it was symbolic because he's, he's in the white car and the white suit. And his girlfriend was pregnant and he was starting a family. Right. So, so you, can, you don't need to see him again. Exactly. You don't need to see him at all. You can just kind of go, we're going to keep him out of this because he's got a family now, blah, 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 and then move on with the adventure. You don't need to have, you don't need to have a scene where they have, Paul Walker's brother go, now I'm going to sit this one out. Like, you know, I just, I I just, I think it's kind of disrespectful. Personally. Um, because let's be serious. Like Paul, and I haven't seen any of them after Tokyo drift, right? Like after Tokyo drift, I was fucking done. (laughs) So that's like what four of them that I didn't see, but like, let's be serious. He was like the main character of the movies. Right. You know what I mean? From the beginning right. through, he was the main character. Yeah, because he was. So, Vin Diesel wasn't even in the second one, right? He's, it was uh, him and Therese. Oh, uh, uh, no, Vin was in the second one. Well, it was, one was, they, it the, was the third, was Tokyo Drift, where they took all the characters out. Yeah, but there was, there was one with just uh, Tyrese Gibson and. That's and the second Paul. one. That's the second that's one. The second one? Okay. Yeah, that's the second one. Vin Diesel's not in at all. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then at the very, very end, that's when Vin Diesel. I mean, at the end of Tokyo Drift, that's when Vin Diesel comes in with, like, the muscle car. Mm. It wasn't it? I, I didn't see Tokyo Drift. Okay. So. I think at the very, very end of Tokyo two. Drift, he comes in with like a muscle car because everybody else has like these little souped up drifting cars or mm-hmm. like Hondas. And Vin Diesel comes in with like this badass blue muscle car. And it's he's like, you know, let's do this. And then they run off with Vin Diesel. But I didn't to me, it's really, really disrespectful because there's people who love the Fast, the Fast and Furious movies. And mm-hmm. if you put if you say, okay, we're going to bring Paul Walker's character back, that's going to put more asses in the seat. So for me, it's like a money grab kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you try to grab at money on someone's death and, like, for his family to be okay with it is even more upsetting for me because, like, personally, if that was my brother and and that happened, like, you absolutely cannot use his character to mm-hmm. add more money to profit off of this. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can't let him rest in peace the way he should rest in. It's really, really disrespectful to me. Like, I'm kind of upset I've been right now. And I'm not even his biggest fan to begin with. But I, but I, no I just don't think that's right. But no one knows if the family's going to get money either. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Well, if, if the they're brother... going to use his likeness. Maybe the family the thought it was disrespectful too until they saw their zeros. Which <laughs> is even more disrespectful. Like, how dare you sell yourself... You sell your brother's memory short to profit off of it. Like, it's just... To me, it's morally wrong for them to do that. I mean, the way I saw it was the fact is there's two brothers. I don't know if they're actors or not. I don't even know what they really, if they do anything other than... Than, than be Paul Walker's brother. brother right. <laughs> um, but I think maybe they're, they're maybe like, oh, we can get into acting, you know, like from Paul Walker's death. We can like get like our foothold into the acting world. And then like if they see us doing something really well, that, that we could get other films like besides the Fast and Furious series. That's so disrespectful uh, to yeah, me. <laughs> I, I gotta, it, 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 that's, it, that's just my theory on it. You know. It's it's definitely scumbag worthy. I mean, 
Like, okay, with The Crow, they digitalized Brandon Lee's face on a stand-in. Right. That's to finish the movie. They use that to finish the, the I latest. mean, that's the thing. That's what they did for the last right. Fast and Furious movie. So right. you kind of appreciate it. They go, they oh. didn't want to just stop the film. Right. And, and then, But now that he's gone, it's time to, to move on. Like, yeah. like it, Paul Wal- Vin Diesel seems to be like that girlfriend that won't admit that your boyfriend broke up with you. Yeah. It, it's, it's like... <laughs> like Oh no, he still loves me. He'll come back any day now. I'm gonna have his photo. I'm gonna Photoshop me and him together on this walk, and I'm gonna Photoshop him in there because we're br- it's a bromance to last the ages, and I'm just gonna capitalize on it to show my love for Paul Walker. I'm fucking what I'm gonna have a picture of him in my my spaceship in Guardians of the Galaxy two. That's how much I love Paul Walker. And weren't they supposed to be like really good friends? Yeah, like they were. like besties they were supposed to be. I mean, I I I, I just don't. I, I understand you're and I really do I agree with you and the whole thing it is disrespectful to the family and to to the fans. But I think it's one of those things where I don't think Vin Diesel can let go of Paul Walker. Well, that's like, what I'm they, saying. Like, like, this yeah. is, Maybe in his mind he's doing a tribute. That's probably right. what he's in, thinking. In his you know? head, yeah, but because there's no one because he's reached that point in his career where he doesn't have somebody going. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Like it's got the uh, I want to do this. Kid. I was just saying uh, there should be there should be like a, a, a like an independent group of people, and you come in with an idea, and like this is what I have, and you go, that's fucking stupid. Like don't do that at all. Like you know, <laughs> and like put them away. Like you know, like that Paul Walker that that tribute was nice. Just edit it that way, and then move on. You know? Yeah, like I'm sure that when the movie came out on Blu-ray, they had a nice little homage to him, maybe like a talk about him in an audio commentary form or. You know, something. Let it go. Like, just, just, you know what? It's time to move on. Like, It's the Elsa theme again. Yeah. They yeah. Laugh. <laughs> it's like literally Vin Diesel. Look, we understand that you were hurt. Yes, Paul Walker was taken too soon. I would argue the fact that he knew what he was doing when he got into the car, into that car as a passenger, and have that guy drive at that rate of speed down that road with that car. You knew what you were getting into, and you still... Every sign said, maybe you shouldn't do this. You did it anyway. Uh, my sympathy for his family is there, but my sympathy for his death, not so much. Mm-hmm. Because it is kind of like, hey, I'm going to play Russian roulette. Instead of using one bullet, I'm going to use four in this five chambers. You're like, you know what you're getting into when you do that. Well, I mean, especially the fact that when the, like, I think when he, when that happened to him, he thought he was like part of that Fast and Furious crew. Like he could do this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, he lived by a sword, die by a sword. Kind right, of. you know, and that was, that was a thing where a movie is not going to kill you or they're not trying to kill you. They want to make it as safe as possible because they'll never get insured and they'll never sure. see light of day because nobody, nobody's going to, well, they almost killed himself. <clears throat> of course, people mm-hmm. are like, I want to kind of see that. <laughs> I mean, so I just kind of feel like Vin's just like, look, it's tragedy. It is a, a shame that someone that young goes the way he did. But I guarantee you, Take the high road. Look at J.J. Abrams. What they say about Anton uh, Yelchin, the guy who plays Chekhov. Mm. We're not recasting him. They're oh, they're re- not going to do Star Trek for the search for Chekhov? <laughs> that, that would be okay, freaking that, awesome. That? Like, hear that, hear that silence? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a laughter of appreciation. That's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Like, they said, flat out said, look, you know what? We're going to honor his memory by not letting that character. We're not going to kill him off. We're just not going to recast him. Mm-hmm. So, like, he might just be off the, you know. Maybe He's missing his flight when the Enterprise launches. <laughs> he, at, now you're just being a dead horse. 
We're dead check on. They're actually doing the opposite of what happened in the uh, original series. In the original series, Chekhov wasn't in the first couple of years. Yeah. And then he right. appeared. Now he's in the first couple and he's not gonna be in the next. So it's kind of like the opposite. <laughs> Anyway, you should to, stop talking to, right to, again to go back to my point they took the high road and said you know what we're going to honor his memory by letting him go yeah Vin Diesel's doing the exact opposite by saying I can't let go so I'm going to honor his memory by putting him in everything I do from now on yeah and profiting off of it yeah you know I, it's just it's a scumbag move from, I, I think the court of public opinion when, if that does come out to the light of day and Vin Diesel's like yeah we're going to do that I think a lot of people are going to be going to go Okay, as if the last Fast and Furious was, you know, the cash grab. Yeah. You know, like, you got a injection of people going to see that movie because, I'm going to say because of The Rock. Like, if you take The Rock out of the movie, it becomes your standard. I mean, it, it stopped becoming about Fast and Furious. It became Ocean's Eleven in Cars. Yeah. Like, it stopped becoming about a lifestyle. And, it, you know, like, it, the first movie and then maybe up to Tokyo Drift became a movie about, you know, the underground racing circuit. And then became all about we're gonna help the we're gonna be the good guys and we're gonna steal from the bad guys and we're gonna be Ocean's Eleven but we're gonna be on wheels and now we're gonna have a guy the Rock who's gonna chase after us because we're bad guys but we're gonna turn him because we're all good guys now, like yeah we, we need somebody oh well, we got Kurt Russell now he's gonna be Helen Mirren supposed to be in this one now they they got fucking Dame Helen Mirren Mirren to be in Fast Eight yeah like. That's kind of where I'm seeing it because of The Rock and because of her and because of Kurt Russell. Vin Diesel is non-existent in that movie as far as I'm concerned. Like he take him out of it and and throw those other three in it. I'm like, but you you got my ticket. Yeah. You know, Vin Diesel should stick to three words: I am Groot, and that's it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Giant 2, where you don't have, it doesn't really require a lot of acting. Uh, I'm going to be Superman. Uh, you know? You know? So, you got anything else, or are you going to call it the night? I think that's, uh, I think we've done it. All right. Hey, you got anything for bonus material back at the house? I can pull something together real quick. All right. Well, if not, there's no worries about it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening live. Uh, you can catch us live every Sunday, except for next Sunday, we will be taking off. Yes. Because, Stacey and I got a football game to go to. Ah. Yeah, Steelers. Yeah, doing the most ungeekiest thing ever. Yeah, I'm going to go to go sports. The sports are <laughs> You're going to be up there in the link watching big men slam into each other where they throw a pigskin around. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday present. <laughs> yeah, she's a big Steelers fan. There you go. So we're going to be in Steelers game, but we will do a podcast of some sort at some point in time during the week and throw it out there. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We, gotta, we, will, we, we haven't discussed it that far yeah. yet. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some sort of new content, but outside of next Sunday, you can catch us live on Aquanet Radio, starting at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, p.m. on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And as always, if you want to catch the replay, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes or just hit the About section on the Facebook page. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app on your device, search for Geeksters, and our show will be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, contact him at ed 
at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And before we go to music, I'd like to thank Dave Sipon for coming onto the show and uh, adding to it. Okay. And also Stacy as well coming back again to uh, uh, sure. add her take. She comes every week. So <laughs> on that note, bye! Bye, everyone. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everybody. All right. So after a decent search, we realized tonight is September 18th. 18th. And the Emmys are on. That's where, you know, America pats itself on the back for a job well done for television and, you know, TV movies and stuff like that. So we figured we pull a list. Now, this is, it is 1016. Yes. It's not a full list. Yes. But I have a current list of winners. So I figured we'd kind of go through them real quick. Okay. To kind of say, okay, do you agree or disagree? Or if you even heard of half this stuff, right? All right. Okay. So. Just to warn you, I live under a rock. So I might not hurt most of this. Go ahead. Uh, granted, going through the list, I haven't heard after this shit either. Okay. Um, it's hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, so I guess we'll find out tomorrow how well the job he did. Yes. Um, all right. So outstanding writer for a drama series. It was the season finale for Game of Thrones, written by David Bensonov and D.B. Weiss, which... Not surprising. Not surprising. Outstanding variety sketch series. Key, Key and Peele. Oh. oh. Wait, you don't like them? No. Really? <laughs> They're really fucking funny. Why don't you like them? Uh, I, I couldn't get into them. I, I mean, granted, this is the guy who likes what that 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 stupid John C. Riley Cartoon Network show. Oh, uh, check it out! Check it out! Yeah. You know, or what was the other that, one that you saw that you they made a movie? Tim and Eric, awesome yeah, show. That one, great job. So you know, I guess you know, take it where you can get it. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I like, take a I, lot, believe me. <laughs> Ask the sailor's death by the pier. <laughs> All right, so they were, I like Key and Bill, but go ahead. So do I. And their movie, Keanu, is funny as fuck. Uh, see um, it, is that with sure. the pussy cat? Yeah, the pussy cat, yeah. <laughs> so the outstanding directing for a variety special yeah. uh, was Grease Live. Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding variety talk series is last week tonight with John Oliver. Okay. Um, outstanding writing for a variety special was Patton Oswalt in uh, Patton Oswalt t- talking for clapping with a Netflix show. Okay. Um, outstanding limited series was The People versus O.J. Simpson, The American Crime Story. Mm. Outstanding television movie Sherlock: The Abominable Bride, which was Masterpiece Theater. Yeah. Yes, we saw that one. I'm a huge um, Sherlock fan. Yeah. The Benedict Cumberbatch. So, uh, glad to see that they got something under their belt. Yeah, it's good. Good for that. Congratulations. One for Across the Ocean. Um, outstanding. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I would say Game of Thrones is probably, uh, since most of it's done in Scotland, I think. Yeah. It's not for tax purposes and just probably for look. You know, like the, the, the uh, Sherlock is more based in England, where yeah. Game of Thrones is more like an American television <laughs> show. They just we're paying for that shit f- filming in Scotland, but anyway. all right, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So, out leading, <laughs> outstanding lead actress in a limited series was Sarah Paulson for the People versus a O.J. Simpson. Okay. Uh, so, two people from the O.J. movie are in the new gets, American Horror Story. Because uh, um, outstanding supporting actor in limited series or movie is uh, Sterling K. Brown for the People vs. O.J. Simpson. Wow. Um, American Crime Story. Outstanding writing for a limited series, um, which was Susan Beer for The Night Manager. That's when I wanted to see that. That was excellent. That's with Loki and House, right? Yes. Yeah, I want to see that. I think that's on Netflix now. Hmm. Maybe, but I don't know. It's also out on Blu-ray, so I'm thinking about grabbing it because I love the two of them. Well Hmm. worth it. Okay. 
Um, but again, that's the same guy who enjoyed Check It Out. <laughs> Check It Out's fucking funny. I don't care what you say. Outstanding supporting actress in a limited series or movie is Regina King for American Crime. Um, a outstanding writing for a limited series for movie and dramatic special is uh, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, with I guess it's called the episode's called Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> outstanding reality competition program, The Voice. Okay. Oh. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series is Jeffrey Tamporn from Transparent, which is an Amazon show. It kind of gives you an idea that. You know, it's not just the big three networks. Networks. And his last name reminds me of Tampon. (laughs) I would think more like Tambourine. You know, the (laughs) musical instrument. Um, Outstanding lead actress in a comedy goes to Julie Louis-Dreyfus for Veep. Again, I think she's won it a couple times. Yeah. Um, Directing for a comedy series, uh, Transparent. Um, Jill Soloway for Transparent. Okay. Kind of the episode's called Man of the Land. Outstanding writing for a comedy series is Aziz Ansari and Alan Young for Masters of None, Parents. It's a Netflix uh, mm. show. And outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, because she's the sweetheart of the moment. She's the blonde from Ghostbusters that everyone fell in love with. It felt like she stole the movie. Hey. Um, wasn't that hard to do. It wasn't that great of a movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one. Outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Um, Louis Anderson for Baskets. Wow. Uh-huh, Louis wow. Anderson, I want an Emmy. Uh-huh. Now Isn't Baskets fa- the one with uh, that, that uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis is a clown? Or am I thinking about that? Uh, yes, and, and he's a big supporter of Tim and Eric, by the way. He's been on their show a lot of times. <laughs> okay, you're not really, you know. <laughs> I'm not selling it there. Hey, I'll keep beating uh, that dead, hey, dead horse. I think my father is not going to beat me anymore because now I have an enemy. <laughs> Or now in my next comedy special, he's going to hit me with it. (laughs) 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 Okay, outstanding actor in a short-form comedy or drama, Rob Corddry for Children's Hospital from Adult Swim. Wow. Now, that's another one I never got into. I tried a couple times. It's bizarre. It really is. It's it's one of those. It's not not, on too early. It's got to be on like like 3 o'clock in the morning to really appreciate it because when you're half asleep, Uh, it's funny. Uh, outstanding actress for short form comedy or drama series, uh, Patrika Darbo for Acting Dead, for on ActingDeadGot.com. So I mean, kind of. Where they dig that up? Websites are getting Emmys now. Great, outstanding drama actor, uh, Hank Azaria on Ray Donovan. Outstanding host for a reality on a reality competition. I, I'm actually kind of surprised at this one. RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> on the Logo Network. I. Wow, you didn't know her. that you know that show was there. Or? I mean, no, I knew the show. I love. I saw the first couple seasons. I really the show is fucking hysterical. Yeah, it's catty guys, you know, scratching each other for who has got the best wig. Yeah, it's really, really, it's a really good show. All right, but I was just now all of a sudden like, how? Who else was she up against? Like, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> um, outstanding comedy guest actress. Oh, geez, big shocker here. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. An outstanding drama guest was Margot Martindale from American, um, The Americans. And the Lacey Hood Jario work went to Rob Hayes. That's all I have right now. So hmm. I don't know if uh, if I go, if I refresh, will it update? Because it's Ooh. been some time. La, 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 let's see. No, it did not. All right. Two comments. 
Uh, let's see. <laughs> the fact that Outlander isn't even mentioned pretty much makes a sham of the entire Emmy Net Awards. <laughs> okay, Rob Whitehead, that's the guy who posted it. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I tried. Uh, Jimmy <laughs> Hendren, uh, eight hours ago, wrote this. Even though I would love for Outlander to get a nod, the nominations are pretty good this year, except, uh, year in my opinion, except for Modern Family. Why does this show keep getting nominated? Because uh, it's funny. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, it's, again, I guarantee you he's never watched a single episode, so therefore he has no clue why the show is funny. funny right? Either that or he's never been married or is married or... I wonder who that is. Why is my phone home? Right. Yeah, there you go. All right. So there you have it, folks. I mean, that's... Are you going to share with the class what the bazinga was? It was my dad. Okay. He was letting me know he was uh, going off the bed. And Ed's big news was Seacrest was out. Seacrest <laughs> was not on the red carpet. No, nah, no. Nah. And he's like, I got some inter- I got some entertainment news. I'm like, what is it? Ryan Seacrest wasn't at the Emmys. Right? And we're like, did he break his, his leg? Did he have like a big life-changing moment? Usually he what does. What is the, the reason? Usually does the red carpet event beforehand, talking to people, what dresses they're wearing. Oh, yeah. What are you wearing? Exactly. Who are you wearing? Oh. <laughs> Apparently he wasn't there for the pre-show, whatever. Uh, he had a wedding. His uh, sister was getting married. Uh. <laughs> exactly. That's why we didn't really <laughs> want to share that back. news. <laughs> 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 I was like, during the time, we're like, okay, let's try to find something. I couldn't find the list because it was like, hey, here's the winners. But follow this link and then follow this link and then follow that link. And then, you know. 20 links later. Yeah. You know. Sacrifice you Viagra. Sacrifice a baby to Satan after you, you know, click on the, you know, Pornhub.com link. And it's like, oh. And Ed's like, well, I got one about Ryan, why Ryan Seacrest wasn't there at the red carpet. And I was like, I'm going to guess he had another engagement. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why it's funny. We did want to bring it up. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the reason why it was passed. The reason why he was there because the Ryan Seacrest got, got mugged and robbed. And now he's being on, you know, he's tied up on stage and live where people who can't sing sing them constantly. <laughs> now that the show is done and over with he's out homeless can't spare some change spare some change I mean obviously he's got the job with America's top I'll quarter. interview you for a quarter yeah you know now that Dick Clark is officially gone you know, someone needs to step into his shoes and there's Ryan Seacrest already like even before Dick Clark finished his time on his earth there's Ryan Seacrest he now for the countdown yeah you know <laughs> As Dick Clark slowly gets pushed out to the side <laughs> and off, off the top of the building. Yeah. And Seacrest was pushing Mario Lopez. Seacrest yeah. pushes you off. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to give you the countdown in 10, 9, 8, 5, 7, 4. Okay, see you later, Dick. 3, 2, 1. Woo! Happy New Year. The year of the Seacrest. <laughs> You're the Seacrest. I know. Who are you with the what for? You didn't understand the whole Dick was, Clark thing? It was weird that we did that. Why? Because you're like, oh. That was Seacrest rising in power. Yeah, because Seacrest sold the, sold the devil. Here's a guy who had no career, and then, you know, him and Dinkledorf, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I bet you he's kicking himself you now. Know, you know, in year two, he's like, no, no, we're the stars of the show. Uh, no, you're not. We, we can pay more money. No, you're not. Okay, well, I'm walking. You'll see. And Ryan Seacrest is like, no, I'll keep sucking cock for uh, that little pay because now I've become a household name and now I've taken over the Dick Clark empire. 
you know? <laughs> and Dinglehopper is, you know, sitting there in a the corner going, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. Remember, you might remember me, close your eyes. I am the voice of, you know, American Idol. No, you're not. You don't sound anything like Ryan Seacrest. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Seacrest. He's got like a poster board of his face and he throws darts at every morning. You know? <laughs> Going on job interviews. Like, hi, what's your name? Um, Dinglehopper. Whatever his name is. Dinglehopper. Dorfin Haggard, you know, what the hell was his name anyway? I don't remember. Okay. I'm I, now I, gotta, I, I never really enjoyed that show to really care. Two hosts of American Idol season one. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Brian Dunkelman. 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 Yes. Uh, yeah, he was best known as being co-host with Ryan Seacrest on the first season of American Idol. <laughs> What's he been doing now? Let's check Wikipedia to find out what the Dinkleman has been up to since. Um, he was he's living a, in a cardboard box. He's under 44. the bridge. Uh, he's my age. His career has in two thousand two. That uh, was when he was first tip here. Blah blah blah. His appearance <laughs> in the Howard Stern show. No one cares. Some people uh, people have compared Dinkleman to the Pete Best of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkelman appeared on the American Idol 15th season and series finale. In an interview following the show, Dinkelman said, I think I beat them to the punch, and I didn't know. I left the show, but from what I gather, they weren't going to have me back anyway, so it's kind of a big load off my shoulders. I guess I didn't make a mistake. I didn't do a good job enough job. I don't think I handled myself as professionally as I needed to back then. All right. Good for him. So, Take uh, the high road. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, yeah. I would, I would be like Taylor for Fuck that. I think, uh. I would have been better than Seacrest. Okay, Dinkelman has submitted his register. Yeah, let's see. Um, <laughs> you could apply. As the season ended, it was reported that Dinkelman had quit the, from co hosting. Various news outlet letters say that he had his career completely. Had his Say that he had his career completely destroyed for doing so before it became enormously popular and made Seacrest very wealthy. However, one journalist believed that Dinkelman would have been fired had he not quit earlier. A fact numerous idol staffers eventually admit Dinkelman had submitted his resignation shortly before the news of his firing could reach him. So, uh, during 2008, on the sixth season of the reality television show, weight loss show, Celebrity Fit Club, which he lost 15 pounds and won the grand prize for his team. For 15 pounds. <laughs> As I lost 15 pounds, what do we win? Now, uh, he spoke about his reasons for leaving American Idol following the first season. He stated his departure was due to the terrible way they treated the young con contestants on the show, staging the fights between the judges and reshooting contestants with uh, producer provided glycerin tears in their eyes. He went on to say that leaving the show was a mistake. However, Ian K. Smith, one of the doctors of the panel, opinioned, opted that he made the right decision. Opted, opinion that he made the right decision. So yeah, um, there you go. There, look, look at the look at the well we fell we fell down. We went from Emmys to Brian Dinkelman. <laughs> Brian the Dink Dunkelman. It's actually Brian Dunkelman, not Dinkelman. <laughs> so you and I can't even pronounce his name right when I'm looking at it. That's how important he is in the life of. He'll be a footnote in the history of television. I don't think we'll get that much. 
he'll be no, he'll be an asterisk. Yeah, like they'll say, like American Idol from seasons one. Seasons one winner was you know whatever. Uh, who won season one, baby? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Thank you, Ed. Even though I was not the rest of the user, I don't want people thinking that I called you baby. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing there, sugar tits. <laughs> you were staring right into his eyes like an inch away from his face. What do you mean you weren't talking to Ed? Tell me who the winner is. <laughs> You're as, still rubbing as, his knee. As, as I rub, uh, gently caress the side of his face. <laughs> 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 It's like going to the doctor's, just a little prick, and it's all over. Uh-huh. I, I jumped at first. <laughs> I promise not to use the whole fist the first time. <laughs> Can you cut your fingernails this time? <laughs> no, it's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> so, there you have it, folks. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. If you do want to c- c- catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday night starting around at around 6 p.m. Eastern Center Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And as always, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com and it's S-H-A-W-N alright we'll see you next week that was wonderful bravo I loved that oh it was great well it was pretty good well it wasn't bad well there were parts of it that weren't very good it could have been a lot better I didn't really like it it was pretty terrible it was bad it was awful I was terrible get him away hey boo boop you know me I'll turn the page